gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's your boy, Tommy D, the nonprofit sector. Wait for it. Connector. The nonprofit sector connector. Coming at you two flights up from the kitchen where my guy Cheeto, my dog Cheeto, is hanging out. Check him out, by the way, on the Instagram. My guy Cheeto. That's what it is. My guy Cheeto. The show here is philanthropy and focus. And I will tell you, that dog is going to be a therapy dog and he's going to help me because I could use all the, uh, the help I. <laughs> I can get when it comes to challenges around mental health, which well, I'm sure we'll get into the mental health conversation today a little bit uh, with my guest, Dottie Adams. Dottie, before I even go into my rant, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Tommy. Thank you for having us on the show. I'm glad to have you on the show. I'm glad you're here. You know, listen, to be a nonprofit sector connector is all about relationships. And if it wasn't for my buddy, Mick Collins and his colleague, Elizabeth, who work over paid forward processing, I don't get to meet you, Dottie. And I do go to the world and I say, hey, listen, if you're connected to or if you know nonprofit organizations that are doing great work, please bring them my way, make that connection. And somehow, way, shape or form, Elizabeth said, hey, you know what? My buddy Mick knows this guy, Tommy D, and somehow that all happened, right? I mean, you you knew Elizabeth. What's the story there before I even go into my other things I want to yeah. say? So because I'm a veteran advocate in our community, Elizabeth reached out for some assistance, understanding her VA journey. And so we met and uh, at the local VFW, where I meet a lot of my veterans here in St. Cloud, Florida. And next thing she knows, I knew she was like, hey, I know this guy at work. He knows this guy named Tommy D. And I was like, I'm all in. I'm always all in to meet people that want to spread the message and share uh, help for the veterans. So. I love it. I love it. We we did something a little unorthodox. That's sort of the teaser. That's what the show is going to be about. It's going to be about veterans. We'll get back to that in just a moment. I really just want to make a couple quick shout outs. Shout out certainly to Mick and Elizabeth for making the connection, but shout out in the New York City Imagine Awards. Gang, if you are interested in the work that great nonprofits are doing, go to nycimagineawards.com. I've been involved with the Long Island Imagine Awards for a number of years, <laughs> excuse me, and the New York City Imagine Awards since its inception. This is the third annual event. Uh, which will be in October, but the semifinalists have been announced. So go to NYC Imagine Awards, check that out. Uh, shout out to Ken Serini, Kelly Ann Serini, and the team over at Serini and Associates who founded the Imagine Awards. Uh, we'll talk about that probably in the coming weeks. But let's get into our conversation today. I mean, it is early June right now. We just came off of Memorial Day weekend. And just think for a moment about those who gave their life the ultimate sacrifice for this country, for our liberty, for our freedom. And then Coming up, we have Independence Day. You know, we have July 4th. And last year, last summer for July, every episode of Philanthropy and Focus, I had a different nonprofit working with veterans on the program. Uh, and I'm excited to start off a little bit of veteran activity here in early June. So, Dottie, I, I mean, veteran coach, connecting the dots. I, gang, if you're only listening right now, you're missing out because the, Dottie has on this polka dot dress. You know, or at least a shirt. We only see, you know, from the shirt side up. I'm getting, but is it your Betty Rubble dress? Is that what you said? Or you? That's what I call it, my Betty Rubble dress. And it's funny, this this dress was granted to me when uh, I started my nonprofit, uh, connecting the dots for veterans. Uh, at the VFW, we were all talking, and this lady says, "Hey, I got this dress for you." And she she and this other lady gave me a scarf, and that's how I became Dottie. My oh, real my. name's Helen, but. Yeah. Everybody calls me Dottie because I even have Dottie polka dot nails. Oh my god! You, you, yeah, yes. and those, are they red, white, and blue? Yes, of course. Oh my god! <laughs> How cool! Listen, you know what? I am all about dressing up and having a good time. So whenever I'm coming to some event down in Florida, where I'm going to wear polka dots. I got to figure it out. There's got to be. I don't know if there's a polka dot suit out there in the future. Oh, I'm sure there is. <laughs> so we can figure something out for sure. Yeah, polka dots are in right now, so they're everywhere. <laughs> All right. Yes. All right. Polka dots is the new, I don't know that show. Orange is the new black. Polka dots is the new orange. I don't know. So let's, let's really get into this Dottie. Tell me about, there's a journey here. I mean, I could, you know, I have a whole bunch of accolades and awards we can really talk about, but changing the military mindset and successfully navigating the VA. Now, as a civilian who did not serve, I am always mindful of the fact of, um, of thanking and showing appreciation and support for either our troops who are, who are currently enlisted or uh, or for our veterans. And and I, I try to do my best that I can to, to shine a light on these conversations. 
Um, I've had, as I say, several folks involved in this work on the show, but tell me about your kind of your journey and then specifically this, this situation about navigating the VA. That sounds like a very important and interesting topic. Yes. Thank you, Tommy. Um, so my journey started, uh, my dad is an army veteran and has since passed, but he went to Korea, met my mother. And uh, between those two, I came to the U.S. when I was two, but I always swore I was going to join the army. I was going to go in the military no matter what. I took JROTC for four years in high school, joined the army three days after basic, uh, after high school graduation, I was in basic training. And my dad joined the army to get dentures. And I'm like, how cool, right? So I joined the army to make dentures. That was not so cool. Wait, was, wait, 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 time out. No way, Dottie Adams, are we going to just brush over that statement? You can't, not on this show. That might work somewhere else, but not here. Hold on a minute. So the old man, your dad, joins the army because he needed dentures. Yes. You, I, first of all, I don't even understand that. Does the, arm, does the army give people dentures if needed? Yes. yes. Okay, okay. And you went there and you were making dentures. Please expand <laughs> the story. Yeah. So it's very Korean, right? So it's kind of like following in your father's footsteps. And so I, when I joined the army, they said, what do you want to do? And they gave me a couple of choices. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So I, I was like, this is like brilliant. I'm going to join the army to make dentures to kind of full circle what my dad joined the army for. <laughs> and so I did four years in the army uh, as a dental lab tech and a dental assistant, but I get bored really easy. And so I got getting in trouble. <laughs> I was, the, I was the worst um, dental lab tech, the army produced because i was making fangs and grills and every other thing and you were like the, the worst <laughs> dental lab tech in the history of army dental lab techs that's like yes i know i know a little bit about getting bored easily you know i i got an adhd diagnosis which i shared on the show a lot and that is a thing where like you know the brain is constantly looking for more good vibes looking for something different and you know that's Somehow we get in, we get in trouble sometimes because yeah, a little, little bit, but it's fun. It's all in good fun. But so I, I did my four years and then got out of the military and really didn't think that I was deserving of any uh, disability benefits. You know, four years dental lab, dental assistant, uh, so what? And then I started uh, going back to school in Fairbanks, Alaska, and met a service officer for the disabled American veterans. He was a volunteer at the vet center where I did my work study. And he, he's like, let me see your records. I'm like, I don't know you, old man. Get away, creepy. And so, so we became friends. And after a year. That's how you, just, that's how you make friends? Like yeah. by talking to people like that? Yeah, it's a very Korean thing. <laughs> so so he, he looked at my records after a year, after I trusted him, right? And he helped me get my first VA disability rating. And it was due to army negligence, basically. It had nothing to do with my job. And that's a really weird mindset to wrap around because everybody thinks everything has to relate to your job. Well, not necessarily. For me, it didn't. And it was the army didn't treat me for endometriosis, told me I could never have children. I have a 32 year old that's in the Air Force now, but six months after uh, he was born, I had to have a complete hysterectomy because of their negligence. So. Um, I was like, huh, there's something to this whole disability understanding the VA. So I told the same old man who I called creepy a year ago, like Obi-Wan Kenobi, teach me everything. <laughs> so, so they, wait, wait, yeah. I want to go back again a second because I want to dive into this deeply. But I want to understand is there's this thing that I don't want to get lost here. And again, I'm, I'm always very sensitive about how I ask these types of questions because I don't want to make any assumptions. Uh -huh. And you just said about you didn't feel like you, my words, deserve benefits or anything like that. I, I Is that a common situation where That's veterans, maybe if they weren't in necessarily like in a combat scenario, which I learned a bunch of years ago, uh, and again, maybe it was being naive, but, you know, I guess I had assumed that the majority of folks are in a combat type of scenario. And I had learned, I think the number is like 15% or fewer of people are actually who are military, who are enlisted men and women are actually in combat. So I, I know I just said a lot, but um, no. the question I guess is, you, you know where I'm going? Yeah, yeah, I do. So the majority of people that serve are peacetime, right? And there's pockets of combat, Vietnam, Korea, you know, cop pockets, uh, Iraq, uh, Persian Gulf. I'm a Persian Gulf era veteran. 
I did not go overseas, but that is my era of wartime. I could have gone. Um, after I got out of the uh, active duty, I went reserve and they wanted me to go. So um, because of my just having given birth to my son, I couldn't go. But there's so much there, Tommy, that people truly think they are not deserving, that they're taken away from somebody else. I hear that all the time. Um, veterans are a special breed, right? Because we are we are a band of brothers and sisters that want to take care of each other all the time. We don't want no one to be left behind. And so a lot of times veterans look at themselves and prejudge and say, hey, I'm okay. Um, I'm walking. I, I, I work. I'm good. I don't, I don't need VA disability. That is the furthest thing from the truth. And I'll, I'll get into that a little bit later, but, you know, changing that, that military mindset is number one key in, in my world. Because when I talk to veterans saying, hey, I don't want, I don't need, um, others are more deserving, combat vets have a lot of survivor's guilt if they've been in traumatic issues. I don't, you know what, man, I survived, I'm good, give it to somebody else. And after about five minutes talking to me, they changed their mindset real quick because I put it in a different perspective. In civilian world, if you get hurt, what do we use? Workers comp. Yeah. If you get hurt at work, use your workers comp, right? If you get hurt. That's right. So in the military. Your health insurance, right? Right. In the military, do we have workers comp? No, we have VA. <laughs> so why is there not a connection there? Yeah. You have no other recourse but the VA. So if you look at it as kind of workers comp in a real broad stroke kind of sense, you would go after it. You would not say, hey, Bob over here deserves this more than me. Right. You got injured. You are not the same person you were when you joined, when you got out. Things have happened along the journey of your service. What I'm hearing you say is, <clears throat> just to distill it down for a second, if I could, I'm hearing you say you have to educate these folks. I'm hearing you say that, you know, in order to change the mindset, change the paradigm, change the way they view what is available to them and whether they're quote unquote, I don't believe this, but the, whether they're worthy, right? I don't believe that they're not worthy. I'm just saying it sounds like these are some of the, the mechanisms in the mind that need to be addressed to realize you, you were involved with something here, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong before we go to break, Dottie, but did not the government make a pact and a contract with you? Isn't there something there? Um, I'm glad you said that, the contract. The government made a contract to take care of you after you got out. And they have reneged on that contract multiple times, especially with retirees. And the current program, my son was telling me the other day that they're changing the retiree, retiree program very differently than what it used to look like. But the, the contract that we signed, every single one that serves, we signed to include our life, mm. period. Whether we go to combat or not, we all universally agreed, if you call on us, we are willing to sacrifice our life for right. our government. Right. And I find it atrocious that the government does not do more for veterans because of that situation. Yeah. yeah. I, so... So there's so much there, and we're going to go to a quick break. We come back, we're going to dive into that. The thing for me, though, is, yeah, that's what we do here on this program is highlight organizations like yours that are doing the work because, unfortunately, we have to advocate on behalf of our veterans because it's just not going to be done. And, you know, we talk about mental health, and maybe we'll talk about PTSD, and, and you know, we'll talk about other things. But, you know, in the general population, um, there are challenges, but in this population, there are even more challenges. I mean, and, and when you think of it, you know, trauma is trauma. I had a friend on this show who, um, is one of the leaders of an org organization called project refit out of South Jersey, Philadelphia area. And, you know, he enlightened me to the fact that, you know what, trauma is trauma is trauma. And you know what, because what Tommy D the guy who did not experience any uh, military service, I have my own stuff and everybody has their own stuff and we must continue to have the conversation around mental health. We must be serious about it. And certainly with the tragic situations, I think we'll talk about maybe in a bit, 22 a day, veterans taking their own lives uh, because they're not getting the support we need. We must have these conversations. I was just texting with a friend of mine last night, Stefan Hespler, um, who runs an organization, Operation Vest, 
Veterans Ending Suicide Together here on Long Island. Next week, the June 10th, I'll be out there scooping Italian ISIS, thanks to my dad. Um, always donating the ISIS for the nonprofits. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. But Dottie, when we come back, I just want to talk about this. This is serious stuff. I mean, you and me are having fun, but this is serious stuff, right? Absolutely. All right, we'll be right back. Philanthropy and Focus, Dottie and Tommy D. Right back. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. And we are back. Dottie, come off of the mute. Tell us some stories, Dottie, please. Sure. Um, I really, really, really want to help you with this mental health thing because um, since I moved to St. Cloud less than three years ago, we have a VA that I moved here from Honolulu to specifically go to, Lake Nona VA. Uh, Amazing, amazing facility. And I noticed that uh, a lot of people don't like talking about mental health when I start working with them on their claims and helping them understand things. We can talk about everything, everything except mental health. So as I break through their ice and start sharing my story with them, um, gaining the trust, building the relationship, I've taken 21 veterans to mental health triage at Lake Nona, sat with them as they talk to the providers. A lot of veterans struggle with the mental health care system because it's an unknown for them. We don't go to mental health when we're in the military, most of us. We're kind of discouraged to go to mental health, right? Um, We're discouraged to go get health care in general because if you get on profile, you're kind of labeled sick, lame, and lazy. You don't get to go to promotion boards. It's it's kind of a punishment, to be honest. They they withhold. And um, I was shocked to learn one guy even said, I don't allow my soldiers to go to mental health. I said, me, you and your commander are going to have a very serious talk here in about five minutes because you don't get to dictate that. You're not a doctor. What is mental health triage? Mental health triage is a walk-in. VA has it at every facility. Um, the You can go in from eight till three o'clock any day of the week. They have to see you that day. Um, you just walk in and say, I need to talk to somebody. I, I, I'm here for triage. And then they get you stabilized that day. Now, some people, if they are, you know, homicidal or suicidal, of course, they will put them in safety and, and have them admitted. But most of my guys are not that way. I've had a few and that's OK. They really appreciated us making sure they were safe for themselves and their family members. Um, but the ones that just go in, they get medication or they get signed up to see a therapist to do talk therapy, which is fantastic. 
Um, I've done it myself. I've gone through just, uh, what is it, dialectical behavior therapy, DBT. Okay. Um, I just did PE, uh, which is prolonged exposure. Swore I would never do it because it's so painful, but with the right support, um, it was phenomenal. So it's just finding your path in the mental health, but walking away and not doing it and ignoring it should not be an option in your mind when you're a veteran. We all have issues, right? And so even just talking, they have uh, vet centers that deal with combat vets and military sexual trauma. They do family counseling. There's so much out there that you can utilize. They have programs um, uh, on, you know, you can download apps from VA. PTSD coach is phenomenal. I use it. The crisis line 988 option one is fantastic. And people go, man, I can't call crisis line. I'm not suicidal or homicidal. I'm like, dude, I called them from the Walmart parking lot because I was so stressed out because they didn't have a regular check checkout lady or guy. They, they had the scanners. And I'm like, I freak over those scanners. I don't do well at all. And so I had a basket of groceries and I'm like, I just got to walk away. And I left my groceries and went to my car freaking out. And I called crisis line and they helped me calm down, yeah. you know? Yeah. So just to interrupt one second, I think this is what we, we talk about support a lot. You know, we talk about everybody needs support. And I often reference the second episode of this show, which is all, you know, over a hundred episodes ago, but my friend, Dr. Larry Grubler, who runs transitional services for New York, uh, which serves 4,000 individuals with mental health challenges here in the five boroughs of New York City, said, Tommy, <clears throat> we all need support. We all need support at different times. I mean, I think it's critically important. I mean, you know, you you were upset. You were bothered. You were shook up in the Walmart parking lot. And you had a number that you could call so it didn't escalate into whatever escalation might have meant, you know, it, but it didn't go any further. So, isn't that what we, we're talking about? You know, how do you, how have you seen? I was looking at the notes that that I, you know you had sent over to us. Forty thousand veterans in thirty two years. What, what does that exactly mean? So I started helping veterans at a very young age, sixteen, seventeen years. Um, I was helping my dad and his friends get um, jobs, civil service jobs after they got out of the military. So I was helping them with paperwork and navigating all that for them. And then when I became a disabled vet myself at the age of 24, I started learning how to do service work through the disabled American veterans and they train. And then you go out and help in your local grassroots level chapters. Um, there's a lot of organizations out there that do that free service. Um, it's un unreal how much support there is out there. What, what the problem is for a lot of veterans, they just don't know where to start. Yeah, right? and, I can see that. that I, I get that a lot. I don't well, what happens when they leave? So, so what happens when you when you retire, um, you're discharged, whatever that terminology is for that individual? <clears throat> I'm going to be silly for a second. Do you receive a folder with all the information or an email with all the information and say you can go here? Do you have somebody? I, I see your face already, so I, and I, I kind of feel like I'm setting this up. But is there somebody that you're going to check in with on a weekly basis for the first six months? It's looking out. What are you you're saying? No, it's, it's it's thank you for your service. Goodbye. No, they have tap programs, transitional assistance programs. The VA, I just downloaded a, a great resource for that. But um, a lot of times it's it's thanks and out. And, or let me give you four days of, uh, okay. And you are glazed over because all you really care about at the end of the day, what's my next job? How am I going to support my family? Right. Especially if you didn't retire from the military, you have no income, right? Mm -hmm. You went from whatever income level to nothing. What's my next job? What am I going to do to take care of my family? Period. Healthcare insurance. Know, see, see, I didn't even know that once somebody leaves that I thought you have some kind of income. Like if you've served for, no? No, only if you retire 20 years or more, you get pension, retirement pay, right? And so that's it. But if I did four years, um, some people get severance pay. Okay. But the problem with severance pay is uh, if you get VA disability down the road, guess what happens? VA says, we're not going to pay you until that severance pay is paid back. Okay. Nobody tells you that when you accept that 
that severance pay package. It's and I'm still trying to, yeah, it's, it's weird. And I'm like, how is this double dipping? This I don't understand. So um, I get really nosy. That's my biggest talent and gift, I guess. But I, I, I like to go on committees and serve and get those answers for us veterans. Because yeah. I know if I'm asking it, they certainly are trying to figure this out. And there's, there's nobody that can answer that question for me yet. But uh, luckily, I'm serving on some high level committees that hopefully I can get some answers. Well, I see some of that stuff. I mean, you know, uh, I'll just kind of read off the Osceola. I, I probably how do you say that county in Osceola? Osceola County Sheriff Victor Board Appointee, Congressman Darren Soto, Veteran Advisory Board 2023. We're, what we're talking about today, founder and president, connecting the dots for veterans, um, workshop presenter, trainer, State Board of Veterans Affairs for Alabama from the years 2010 to 2012, congressional advisor for Congresswoman Martha Robe, as well as Congressman Mike Rogers. And the list goes on and on. I mean, you really get in there and do the work. So I want to hear if you can if we can about veteran coach what that actually looks like and then how that comes into connecting the dots for veterans the nonprofit. let's play there for a while sure so the veteran coach um people remember me as Dottie, but this isn't about Dottie. and i we, my husband and i really sat down and talked this out and i said we won't we don't want them to just think Dottie all the time with connecting the dots <laughs> for veterans, we want them to think veteran coach. That's what we are. We don't file your paperwork. We are not accredited service officers. Gotcha. But what we do is we break the VA down into more simplistic um, understanding. Um, we do briefings. We do outreach. We we go to people's homes. We help widows. So we are coaching them to get them ready to go see a service officer. Okay. And we we really, really, really try to work um, as community partners with service office organizations, veteran VSOs, they're called veteran service office offices. And the people that work in them are VSOs, <laughs> veteran service officers. Okay. So there's disabled American veterans, American Legion um, here locally. When I'm around here, Florida Department of Veterans Affairs, because I picked that organization specifically because they not only do the federal side with the VA, they do the state Florida side. So you get kind of double the information from one source, which is fantastic. Yeah, that is great. Yeah. So uh, so really, it's uh, it's a coach. It's an advocate. It's somebody it's a navigator. You're helping them navigate what is what is super challenging. Do you happen to know how many veterans um, retire or. or what's what else? Just uh, discharge? Is it discharged when you when you don't retire, but you're finished working with Correct. your your tour? Everybody gets discharged. It's just okay. a matter of how much time you have okay. served of active duty time. So twenty years as a retiree, everybody else is just you're ETSing, or some people get medically boarded out because they're they're at a position where they can't continue to serve active duty, so they get medically boarded. The cool thing I wanted to share with you about that: yeah. the VA has a program. Six months out from your retirement date or your um, ETS, ETS. What what is ETS? Um, What is that? End of service. Like it's like the end of service date. Right. So my my mind was like June 7th. I knew ahead of time that I'm getting out on June 7th, period. You're ETSing. Um, And so end of time in service. I think okay. that's what it stands for. I was Googling so, it too, so we're yeah, good. I think I'm almost here. End, end of time of service. So anyway, when you get done um, prior, six months prior, you can file your paperwork with the VA. It's called a BDD claim, benefits deliverable upon discharge. So that is fantastic. No matter whether you're retiring or getting out or whatever, you have six months prior, you have the opportunity to drop your papers at a service officer. So what I tell people if they're active duty, reserve guard, whatever, that, hey, if you know two years out, you need to start. Not six months out, two years out with us because we need to review your medical records. We need to make sure that you get the current diagnosis in there. They're your records. You don't know how many times I've gone through records going, your son's records in here. Hey, Somebody else's records are in here. It happened to me personally. I had a, a major was getting out the same time I was, a male, and he half of his records were in mine and half of my records were in his. Oh, no. 
it happens a lot. All right. And and again, you know, <clears throat> for that to happen in a very emotional time, it's even more challenging. So, you know, you're able to come in and be that navigator. We're, talk about navigating. I got to navigate us to a quick break. And okay. when we come back, I want to hear about some of the success stories. I want to hear sure. about what, what you've done for folks. Obviously, what the names are left out to protect the innocent, like they used to say on Dragnet. I think it was Dragnet. Um, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Dottie Adams connecting the dots. I love that connecting the dots. I, I'm all about. I'm the nonprofit sector connector. I know a bit about connecting the dots. We'll be right back. Philanthropy and focus. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on TalkRadio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on TalkRadio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. Do that. That's what you're supposed to do. Join me in the attic. Expiration term of service. Expiration term of service. Servicemen are separating from the normal term of service. <laughs> there it is. Um, and then there's EAOS, end of active duty obligated service. That's something different. Don't know what it is. We we don't have to go there. I'm just reading off of the internet. Um, so I want to know this. First of all, I, I always wondered what, like when you watch a talk show and, you, you know, like they go to break and then you see like, you know, the guy, the host lean in and like chat to the guests. I'm always wondering what's going on in that conversation. Well, Dottie Adams and I are chatting in the chat here on the Zoom while that's going. So now I know what's going on. People are being funny and having laughs. All right, Dottie. So let's let's get into this. Uh, you know, give me some of the big wins for you, for the organization, for the veterans, and and just how things are improved in people's lives and changing in the trajectory of their lives, please. Sure. Uh, one of my most favorite wins of all the years I've done this was with a World War II veteran. He was shot in the head in Iwo Jima uh, in 1985. He filed for disability. Um, somehow the organization, he fell through the cracks. And in 2000, when I was the first woman commander in the Disabled American Veterans in Alaska, we were fortunate enough to have one of the VA secretaries come to our state. So I met him. And I walked up to him and I said, I need your help. And he looked at this case and in two weeks, he adjudicated it, which was a grant of 100% and the veteran got back paid from 2000 to 1985. The gentleman was half Nez Pierce Indian. He paid off his apple orchard, bought his first color TV and shortly after passed away. Um, I, the widow got benefits. That was one of my most proudest achievements because um, in the regard of this, um, I, I'm fearless. Hmm. I will talk to anybody. I will go to the secretary of the VA on your behalf if I have to. I will do whatever it takes to make sure that you're taken care of and you are awarded the deserving benefits that you already earned. And that's really important to understand. All these entitlements are earned 
previously, all we're doing is connecting the dots to the VA's law to make sure everything works. So if they have evidence, which this gentleman had tons of, it, it's got to back everything up, right? The VA will just not take your word um, individually. So you have to have medical evidence. There's a, there's a slew of things that have to happen to get the grant, but I will take it to the hilt at whatever cost it is to me personally. And it costs me dearly, but I don't care. The right thing to do is to take care of our veterans. And um, I'm very serious about that. And people yeah. go, man, you, you know, you, you gave up this opportunity. They could have been really amazing. And I'm like, I did the right thing. This it's an integrity thing for me. It's paying it forward. Well, yeah, I want to ask you if we can go into that. But first of all, I want I want to just underscore something you said there. You are not doing this to get something for somebody who doesn't deserve this. What you're doing is you're getting resources and support to people who have earned these resources and support and just don't have been unable or unaware of how to access them or just didn't first maybe didn't know they were deserving of these. Right. I mean, you're not going and asking for things that people don't deserve. No, no, no way. And I can pretty sniff out. (laughs) Everybody's everybody's like, I want 100 percent. That's that's the mantra. I want 100 percent. And I'm like, well, let's see what your record ship. What does that mean? Let's 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 just think in terms of I don't understand what you mean. They want 100 percent. So 100 percent is the max uh, VA disability compensation you can get from the VA. So a lot of people want that because it comes with a lot of things, state benefits for education, for your family. It comes um, with uh, federal benefits for your family. It comes with health care, um, property tax exemption. There's a slew of things. And people always are trying to get that 100 percent, you know, and I'm like, you may not warrant 100 percent. Right. Okay, I'm sorry, but unless I see your records and really have a deep conversation with you, we cannot determine if that is even a possibility for you. And so I screen really quick. My husband and I both screen very quickly and we determine, hey, have you thought about this or what about that? But we can't guarantee what the VA is going to rate you. What we can do is through our program of using the three E's. This is the fun part, Tommy. (laughs) We're going to educate you. <laughs> we're going to keep you engaged. You know, like engaged. A yeah. yeah. I, and we're I gonna lost my wedding ring. I, I don't have wedding And we're going to empower you. And by doing that, you stay really on top of your own claim. Veterans have to have um, buy-in to this program, and this is why it's your claim. Right. You know your story. Right. I don't know your story. You're coaching. You're, yeah, right. You're, you're yeah, coaching. coaching. We're yeah. going to teach you how to tell your story, but it yeah. is your story. Yeah. You know the nuance. So do it again. It's educate. Educate, yep. engage, <laughs> and empower. Yep. Empower. I love it. I yeah. love that. We should make videos of that. So <laughs> so that's an incredible story. Uh, you know, I think it's a it's a bittersweet story because yeah. the man, that, that man passed. He should have gotten it. But he should have gotten it from when he got out. Right. Why did it take to 1985 to file that claim? Right. And it just blows my And I run across Vietnam vets. Korean War vets are very, very near dear to my heart because they liberated my mother's country. And I'm always all about them, especially. But we're losing these veterans. I have a dear friend that lives down the road, Pat Rudd, who, oh, oops, name. <laughs> Sorry, Pat. She'll love it. And so um, she's 101. And she's hey, a I, World War II veteran. She's, a, she's 101. She's 101. And she was a wave before the Navy enacted the two years um, for the waves to become active duty and help in the war effort. She was one of the first 200 that went to Pearl Harbor. And everybody's like, oh, she was a nurse. I'm like, no, she was an educator helping illiterate uh, soldiers and sailors write to their families and, and get better jobs and doing all kinds of cool stuff. But she would, she served for two years in Pearl Harbor, but she's 101. <laughs> now, so first of all, that's awesome that she's 101. And it, it's it, what I'm thinking I'm pulling out from what you're saying too, is these veterans who served you know, decades ago still are waiting for their benefits. Or, or, or have walked away. That's, that's they, they've walked away from the VA 
Vietnam veterans, especially. My uncle was a tunnel rat in Vietnam, so I get it. I, I, I remember him as a child and the struggles that he's had. But Vietnam veterans, at the time when they came back from Vietnam, the public was horrendous to them. They did not get a lot of health care benefits at the VA. They just don't trust. Okay. And I don't blame them for what they've yeah. gone through. Sure. But I'm I'm here to tell them, please reach out to us because the VA has changed. It is a whole different VA than what it used to be, number one. And going through our program of the three E's, you are going to know more than the employee that's sitting across from you. And you will be able to self-advocate for yourself in a way that is very constructive and get those earned benefits that you already have. Can I touch on one thing about the Vietnam veterans real quick? Yeah, this is a, this is your show. I'm just here to help. So there's been a change. And a lot of Vietnam veterans are getting letters from the VA saying, hey, um, there's been a change in the law, the PACT Act, P-A-C-T, PACT Act. So a lot of veterans that have hypertension, where they filed before or they never filed for, cannot now file. That's huge. Um, they added a bunch more issues for Vietnam veterans, exposure to Agent Orange. Um, my husband, personally, my husband um, benefited from the PACT Act. He's not a Vietnam veteran. He is. Um, he served in predominantly peacetime. He got out in 2001, right before 9-11, but he served on Johnson Atoll, which is a little island off of Hawaii, way off. But that was a chemical dump site for Agent Orange in the 70s. So now, because he's diabetic, he can get VA disability for diabetes. It's automatically presumed he got it when he served in the 90s. Isn't yeah. that crazy? But yeah. you got, there's a lot I of guess. nuances. Yeah, I, I mean, but again, who would know? You know, the yeah. PAC Act and, and who would know that these things have changed? That's why you need an organization like yours that can advocate and and certainly be able to tell these stories and, and share this messaging. I mean, you know, you know, this one we keep hearing about right now, uh, and I say hearing about, it, I think it's because it's on um, this commercials out for Camp Lejeune, where, mm -hmm. you, know, you know, where in North Carolina, I believe it was, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. And had they drank the water, these folks, or I imagine showered in the water or ate food from the water and all that are, are very, are having a lot of illness from that. Um, so, and again, I don't know if that's, I'm not hearing it probably from an educational perspective. I'm hearing it from attorneys advertising on the radio, you know, trying to work on behalf of these, these, um, these men and women who, who do have rights. Um, I, I want to talk, we, we're going to take a quick break. I want to talk about what the how does somebody engage with the organization and connect with you? And then also, how can we help? But the thing we did was what we'll share later on on social media is your link tree is really where you wanted to drive people to. Yes. So it's link tree connecting the dots for veterans. Um, well, let's talk about that and, and what it feels like to connect with the organization in the last segment and, and how we can help. How's that sound? Sounds great. All right. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. 
now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. We are back. Join me in the attic. Cut through the static, man. My hair was driving me crazy. So during the break, I went and I put some gel in it. It, it was kind of like frizzing out on me, Dottie. So talk about vanity. Oh, my God. I had to take a break in the middle of the show to put gel in my hair. Dottie, show me that. <laughs> you are the network sector connector king. You need a crown, Tom. I need a crown. I do need a crown. Oh, my God. You're, you're feeding my ego. It's funny. About a bunch of years ago, um, Christmas Eve at my mom's house. This is probably 20 years ago. Um, we, the, the theme was Candyland, like the game Candyland. And I got this robe, like a king robe and a king crown. And I was like King Candy at the show. This is this is what we'd be talking about over a cup of coffee. There just happens to be people that are going to pay attention and listen to us talk about this. Show me that mug again, talking about coffee. Show me what you got. Yes. A fellow female veteran designed this mug for me with my logo and she customized it for me, put my link tree link on it. She did fabulous work for me. And she was just like, I really want to gift this to you, you know, being a fellow female veteran. And I was just like, I almost cried because I just keep getting such wonderful gifts from people that truly appreciate what we're trying to do um for 34 years and and i will till i die never take a dime from a veteran i won't our services are always free um you know we we just want to help out and we want to educate especially and it's your choice as a veteran whether you file for a claim or not i have veterans that i have talked to i'm blue in the face and they're like nope 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 and that's 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 okay they earn that right right and so it's it's like voting (laughs) you do or you don't that's your choice but at least they are getting educated to know that what they're giving up if they don't yeah i I think that's that's what you can do you can educate people you can teach them what it is that the opportunity is in front of them and then they have to make their decision that's that's important to really to just think in those terms as well so i want to make a couple shout outs real quick before we jump in a little deeper into how we can help the organization um you know i don't know if that woman is is she going to make you more of those mugs or what i don't know i i haven't talked talked to her about that i could connect her with somebody we got of ours fred taffer who uh runs a company tombo visual promotions maybe they can collaborate on those mugs and you know he does promotional items and you know maybe we can make some money because i paid 25 bucks for that mug right now not yours i want my own one you know because i don't you know, they can customize it like yeah. instead of dotty right they could put your name oh and that's cool veteran, or all if right. you're a veteran supporter like an yeah, athlete, yeah, yeah. i love you know, it they can do all that so yeah. i love that i think it's great we'll talk about that um and again shout out to Elizabeth and uh, and my buddy Mick Collins over at yeah. uh, Paid Forward Processing. All right, so how can we help? What do you need? Shout out the website. Shout out how they call you. Do all sure. that. Sure. Um, our website is my vet coach, but I really want you to come to my link tree because there there you can see videos. We just started uh, doing a show again based out of Hawaii, but they're global, and it's going to be the voice of the veteran. Because I want veterans to have a forum. If they have gripes, if they have constructive criticism, it is their story. I want them to be able to truly, um, yes, that's my link tree. Yes, thank you, Tommy. But I really want them to reach out to that link tree site to see everything that we're doing all at once. Because if you go to my website, you see stuff, but this is the landing site. I truly want everybody to reach out to you. Got it. All right. Good. We'll share that again out on social media, but it's Linktree forward slash connecting the dots for veterans and Linktree. It'll start to come up as you type it in, but basically Linktree is linktr.ee and then forward slash connecting the dots for veterans. Yes. But we'll make sure we get all that out. And again, if you need to connect with Dottie and you're unable to find her, send me an email, tommyd at philanthropyandfocus.com. And you know, focus by now is spelled with a PH in front, not an F. And the um, other way to the other way to reach me, Tommy, is really easy. It's four six three connect. That's my number. That's your phone number. Yeah, that's my phone number. Four six three connect. Spell out that connect like, on your phone. It, mm-hmm. so, it sounds like you stole my phone number. Four six three connect. That, I love that. Oh my god, I I got to get five one six connect and see if that's out there. See if I can make yeah. that. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. So good. people reach me all the time, and I I zoom. 
I like to Zoom with everybody. Um, if, if you're local and you want to meet me, I will meet you at the VFW, whatever it takes to take care of you. Uh, Zooming is the easiest, quickest method. Uh, but yeah, I and the other thing that I really want to encourage is talk to me about partnering up. If you have a nonprofit or a business uh, that you want to become more involved in what we do, we have a program called Hero Dots. So um, the other program that we established, because we do not take a dime from a veteran, uh, we have a pay it forward program. I love this new program. Tell me about that. Yeah, sure. So it's uh, we accept, of course, monetary donations. I won't take a dime from a veteran, but sometimes veterans are very gracious and want to give to the nonprofit, which is fantastic. But me personally, I will not. And so I tell them, okay, you can pay it forward under this program. Monetary donations are always greatly appreciated. Um, But the second one I think is more important because time, your gift of time and talent is so much more than any money that you could ever give us. So what sort of, so give me an example. So we talk a lot in nonprofit time, treasure and talent. So you're talking about time and talent. So what, what are some of the wins you've had by people investing their time and I am not tech savvy at all. And Mm -hmm. so I have people that have volunteered to sit down and do my webpage and do the link tree and LinkedIn and everything else, social media. I have tons of people that want to get involved in that and people that take my pictures and post and just the the talent that they have. A couple of them want to do what I do. And I'm like, I will love to multiply my knowledge base of 30 something years to anybody that wants it. This yeah. is not a great thing. This is a share thing. Yeah. Because the more people that do what I do, the more veterans get helped. There's there's plenty of opportunity. There's plenty of veterans that need the services, right? I mean, yes. that needs education, this empowerment, um, and, you know, and then the engagement, obviously, with the engagement ring. Um, shout out to my friend, Kathy Smith, who's checking in on LinkedIn. Kathy, I appreciate you. Kathy does a lot of the behind the scenes for the networking group, which uh, I'm the national director of TNG, the networking group. Shout out to Kathy checking in on LinkedIn. That's the thing, gang. You could be watching us anywhere. You know, we're all over the place. So how about what's upcoming? Is there any upcoming event or anything like that? Yes. So tonight and tomorrow night, we'll be at the Silver Spurs Rodeo. We have a table set up. Come check us out. Uh, I'll have a cowboy hat on, of course, and cowboy boots, but I have a polka dot scarf, so you can't. Of course you do. Of Of course course I do. (laughs) And then Um, you um, know what? I'm a little like I'm not angry, but I'm a little disappointed because I am not in Florida, and I would like to be at the rodeo with you tonight, and I just can't can't get there fast enough. Um, (laughs) And the second thing that's coming up, there's a uh, warrior program, a warrior renewal coalition down in. what is it? Um, oh, it's just on top of my tongue. Um, Jupiter, Florida. Okay. We went as ambassadors to learn about their program last month. And this month I'm going down from the 11th to the 15th and they host um, this month. It's going to be couples on um, post 9-11 couples. There's eight of the eight people coming, but this organization, it's fantastic. So we're partnering up with them and I'm actually cooking a full-blown Korean dinner in what honor is that? of them. What, what is that? Come on, before we have to leave. The 13th. What, wait, wait, but what's the Korean? Attendees, what, Tommy. Wait, 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 wait. That's in Florida on the 13th. I'm trying to figure out. I got to go down to Atlanta on the 14th and 15th. All right. So, so, yeah, so I'm partnering up with a lot of organizations. And before we leave, I just wanted to share one last thing, especially about mental health. Um, one of the organizations that we're working closely with is the Stephen Cohen Foundation, owner of the Mets, New York Mets. Uh, yeah, Uncle, we call him Uncle Steve up here. Yeah. Yeah. OK, so Uncle Steve's son is a uh, army veteran that served overseas a lot. And he helped Stephen understand the needs of mental health for his fellow soldiers. So he has opened up all these clinics around the nation. Well, the nearest one to me is in Tampa. And so I go out there and work with them in Tampa. And there's a a veteran business expo coming up the 9th and 10th. And I'm sure Stephen Cohen Foundation will be there. But Rocky Rivera lives in St. Cloud, but works for Stephen Cohen. And mental health, they will Zoom anybody that needs mental health post 9-11. They are phenomenal. But these programs there's are enough time. There's never enough time on this show. I don't, I don't, so go ahead, keep going. 
And so the one new law I want everybody to know, if you are a veteran in crisis, you are suicidal or homicidal, you can now through this new law called the Compact Act, Compact, you can go to any ER anywhere in the U.S., VA will pay. And if you have to do inpatient, they'll pay up to 30 days. And if you have to do outpatient, up to 90 days. Check out these new laws, PACT Act, P-A-C-T, and Compact Act. They are amazing for us veterans. I love that. And we see, this is what it's about. It's about we must be educating people. That's what this show really started to, to do was to shine a light on organizations and has really continued to be a thing where, well, now I know all this information. How do we share it? So, Dottie, I'm going to ask you a favor. I'm going to ask you to stay in touch with me. Let's become closer in friendship and leverage me. You might say, hey, Tommy D, there's some new nuance about the Compact Act. Can I come on? And I'll say, let's make a 15 minute Facebook live and just go tell the story. You know, like I want to be that liaison for you to help support that. You know, you want to talk about time, treasure and talent. I got a big mouth. That's part of my talent. <laughs> Maybe it's I, used to, I used to be called the biggest mouth in the South when I lived in Alabama. <laughs> there you go. So we got that in common. I'm not from the South. I'm from Strong Island. But that's, you know, it's, that's what I want to do. I want to be part of the solution. I want to be part of the education. I mean, I'm even considering, I'm trying to think like in terms of, you know, I'm, I'm going to be doing the Italian ices at this event next week. And I'm wondering if there's a, I mean, it's short notice. It's a week from tomorrow, but if there's resources, like if there's certain things that I can bring to an event like that, I won't be able to man the table because I'll be serving Italian ices, but like just even if, if not that event, we need to make these connections because it's, it's a consistent, you use the word coalition when you were talking about another organization, but it has to be a coalition. It has to be all of us working together to, to make the world a better place. Right? Yes. And not, this is not just veteran information. I envision community involvement. Yeah. You might have a relative or a neighbor. Everybody needs to know this, not just the veteran community, right? So that we can all be one family and protect these veterans that served and are serving and their families as they travel through this journey. But yes, I think this is a, this is everybody needs to know this information. Everybody needs to know it. And here's what you do. Go to Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash connecting the dots for veterans or reach out to Tommy D, your boy, the nonprofit sector connector, Dottie Adams. I am so happy I met you. I look forward to connecting in real life soon. And uh, I want to be helpful. I want to be part of the solution. Anything you got to leave them with before we go? No, I appreciate you. And thank you again, Elizabeth. Um, You are such a jewel for hooking us up. And people don't meet by accident, truly. So Tommy D, thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. And we are going to definitely be friends, buddy. We are. Listen, I'm only as strong as my social capital. I'm only as strong as my network. And I appreciate my network. Make it a great day, everybody. Stay tuned. Steve Fry, the SMB guy, coming up here on Talk Radio, that NYC. Later. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? 
I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 